Hi, friend. My name is Amy Joy, and this is the Make Prayer Beautiful podcast. I had a question come in about the spiritual subtext in children's literature, which is a fantastic topic. So in this particular question, the family had been playing a book from the Redwall series, and later that evening, their young daughter had a difficult time falling asleep and said that there were uh, spirits or evil creatures with glowing eyes. And so she ran at them and they dispersed. And the parents said that when they went into the room, that there did seem to be kind of a heavy spirit there. And the daughter ended up, I think, sleeping with them that night. So many interesting things to say about this. First of all, I guess the Lord is really gracious to children. I think it's wonderful to have parents who are able to acknowledge that their children are having a real spiritual interaction. I remember when my oldest was young, probably, yeah, maybe two or something, we played some music. I don't remember what it was, but something that my husband had liked as a young man. And my son could not abide it, like absolutely was beside himself. And so we didn't listen to that music anymore. And there is a level of saying, I don't know why that is. If certain children are just more spiritually sensitive than others, I wonder sometimes if a lot of children actually have the ability to have additional sensory perception that maybe they either outgrow or because they don't nurture it, that it fades away. I know I was talking to one woman some years ago, a family friend, and she said that when she was young, she could see auras around people. But as she grew older, that skill or ability or whatever you'd want to call it went away. And so I think as we find out more about the universe, different people would say, oh, there is synesthesia. Maybe I'm not saying that right, but the synesthesia maybe, but the uh, confusion of say the ability to identify colors, or if you play music, you see colors, you know, something that it's like, normally that would be part of the audio portion of the brain. And yet it's manifesting in a more visual way. Is that really just a crossing of the wires in the brain or is that actually an extra gift that the Lord gives? I don't know the answer to these. I'm, this is kind of a bunny trail. So rolling it back in, I would say it's going back to my earlier statement. It is beautiful when parents can affirm what their children are experiencing, even if they're not experiencing it for themselves. So just because you aren't experiencing it doesn't mean that it's false it's probably just that your child is experiencing the world in a different way. And oftentimes maybe doesn't even have the language to be able to explain why that might be. And I think about this partially because sometimes when you think about young children, it's like, oh my goodness, that child was just so weepy. And you're like, okay, maybe, or maybe they were just more empathetic than the normal person, but they don't have the tools to know how to navigate the emotional overwhelm. I think about how I'm in my early 40s at this point, And when I was a girl, I could not handle the Smurfs. Like 
could not watch that program. That was absolutely too scary for me. And I just thought I was a fraidy cat. It wasn't until probably last year or two that I realized, oh, no, that was witchcraft. Like I, in my spirit, could not handle what was happening because it was too real. And same thing with Ghostbusters. Like that was not a fun show. That was an absolutely terrifying show. Or um, it wasn't even Ghostbusters. I was thinking about one with a dog and I think there was oftentimes ghosts with it. But anyway, anything that was paranormal like that completely put me over the edge. And so that, that wasn't a problem. That was a gift that I had that I just didn't have the ability to identify. And so, uh, yeah, Lord, I'm asking for us as parents that you would give us the grace to be able to see and identify what our children are dealing with. That if they are having a lot of really vivid dreams, uh, I know that sometimes listening to long, extended, very detailed dreams can be a little bit boring. But to be able to say, oh, it sounds like, you know, very detailed dreams are actually scriptural. This is possibly one of the ways that the Lord is speaking to you. Let's explore this a little bit, even if we as parents don't understand it, but to be open-handed with that with our children. Lord, I ask for the ability to understand, um, or at least begin to understand, to begin to enter in, to begin to shepherd the gifts that you've given to our children, whether it be um, an extra tender heart, whether it be a prophetic gifting that you've given that is different than what we carry, but is still beautiful and part of what you offer. Lord, I pray that you would make us attentive and supportive and that just like we ask that we would not quench the Holy Spirit in our own lives, Lord, I ask that we would not quench the Holy Spirit in the lives of our children. Thank you, Lord. Amen. (laughs) Okay, I guess I didn't quite get to the children's book part, but that's coming up next.